Welcome to Valverde Regional Medical Center's Care Chat, a podcast series in which our healthcare professionals share the latest health and wellness topics relevant to you, your family, and our community. When should you take your child to the emergency room? Dr. Crystal de la Cerda is sharing some information about clinic visits versus ER visits and how to know when your child needs emergency care. Hi everybody, this is Dr. Crystal again. I just wanted to reach out to our Del Rio community and give you an update, some situational awareness about what's going on here at Valverde Regional Medical Center. Right now, as many of you know, we are seeing the Delta surge in COVID. These cases are going high quickly. Our positivity rate here in Valverde is greater than 30%. And along with that, we're also seeing some other common winter viruses such as RSV and rhinovirus and others. We're seeing so many viruses right now that people are rightfully, they're seeking care for that, but we're having a lot of people come to the emergency room and therefore we're seeing long waits all day long for the emergency room. So I wanted to talk to y'all today about your different options to seek clinical care if you're worried about yourself or your child because there are multiple options through the Valverde Rural, uh, Rural Health Medical System. And so let's talk first about when to seek emergency care. We want you to get the care that you need. And emergencies take a lot of resources, they take a lot of people, and they take a lot of time. And so people that have experienced a car wreck or a near drowning event or severe injury with a lot of bleeding, they need care fast and they need to get to an emergency room and they need all of those resources for that care. Infections like COVID or RSV or rhinovirus sometimes can cause you to need emergency care. And I think it's important to recognize the symptoms that an infection might be leading to an emergency. So those symptoms tend to be rapid breathing. This is where if you're looking at your child, they're breathing too hard and too fast. They might be using muscles that we shouldn't need to use to breathe, such as our neck muscles right up here, or our rib muscles down in the side, seeing um, retractions or sucking in between the ribs or belly breathing. These are signs that your child is having a lot of trouble breathing and you do need to get your child help right away if they have those signs. Another um, sign of a severe infection for a child would be that if they're so sleepy, they're not waking up to take their bottle or they're an older child and they're just too tired to drink well enough to stay hydrated, then that infection is taking a toll on that child and they might become dehydrated and they might need to come to the emergency room for IV fluids. It, also, if your child is having vomiting or diarrhea, they might be drinking okay, but they're losing so much fluid through the vomiting and diarrhea, they may need to come in. Of course, if you have a young baby, less than two months of age, that has a fever of any kind, so this is a fever of 100.4 degrees Fahrenheit um, at any time, really needs to be taken in um, so they can be examined and we can get to the bottom of what's causing that fever. An older baby with a fever doesn't necessarily need to come to the emergency room if they're not having those other severe symptoms that we talked about. So if your child is having cough, congestion, runny nose, even without a fever, the most common virus we're seeing right now is COVID-19. And so if they're having those symptoms, 
you need to get your child tested for COVID-19 immediately. Your options for testing are not best done in the e emergency room. They're best done through the community kiosk, at your doctor's office for a sick visit, through the walk-in clinic, or other community testing sites. And I highly recommend that anybody with COVID-19 symptoms get tested immediately. If you're of 12 years of age or older and you haven't already, please get vaccinated. This is the very best way to protect yourself and your family from this severe disease. Now, a lot of people are asking me about RSV testing. So RSV is a virus that actually almost all of us have been exposed to, and for many of us causes the common cold. But for young, young infants, and even more so premature infants or infants with chronic lung disease, this virus can be more severe in those infants. But for the vast majority of us, it's gonna cause a cold. So how do we tell if we have a cold or we have this more severe disease of, of RSV. Very exactly the same way as I said before with the rapid breathing or the retractions or vomiting, diarrhea, lethargy, uh, not being able to take their bottle. Those are emergent signs and symptoms and they need to come to the ER. If they have more mild symptoms, we'll talk shortly about how to um, treat your baby if they have those symptoms, and you could call your doctor's office in the morning and get a checkup done um, in the next day or two. But as far as the testing for RSV, it's not as important to know if it's RSV or rhinovirus or influenza or any of the other respiratory viruses because we're gonna treat those all the same way. So we don't really need to know the name of the virus unless it's COVID-19 because that virus lasts a lot longer, it's a lot more contagious, and it's a lot more severe in our community right now. So we do need to know if it's COVID-19. All of these other viruses, we're gonna treat the exact same way. So let's talk about the treatment for that. If your young child has any of these other respiratory viruses, so if they had respiratory symptoms but they test negative for COVID-19, they probably have any of these other viruses, and you would want to support them by encouraging them to get rest so their body can heal. You wanna keep them well hydrated, either, either with their infant formula, or if they're an older toddler or child with water, Gatorade, watered down juice. And then finally, you wanna help control that nasal congestion and cough and secretions because that can make it hard for them to breathe and it can make it hard for them to drink well enough to stay hydrated. I will attach a link to a video down below that shows you how to appropriately um, provide nasal saline or normal saline and suctioning for your baby or child um, so that you can best help them control that nasal congestion. In an older child, it's even more simple. You can use the nasal saline spray, which is a salt water spray, and you can use one spray on each side of the nose and ask your child to blow their nose. And you'll do that about three times in a row Salt water kills germs, it keeps the nose clean and moist, and it helps grab onto that mucus and get it out of their way. So again, they can breathe easier, they can drink better and stay more hydrated. The medicine for these viruses is time. Your child has the immune system they need to get better from these viruses, but while you're waiting for time to go by, these are some things that you can do to keep them comfortable, well hydrated, and breathing a little easier. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Valverde Regional Medical Center's Care Chat. Don't forget to share this episode with all your friends and family. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, which will be linked in the description. Valverde Regional Medical Center, providing healthcare you can trust.